0: Listen to Melanated Mom's podcast, because she has something to say.
1: Oh yeah, I'm a Melanated Mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children, while showing up for me. I'm a Melanated, Melanated, Melanated Mom. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. I'm trying very hard to stop myself from saying the tagline in this part because I know that as soon as I get to the next part where I actually introduce my guest that I say it again. So I'm sick of hearing myself say it again. So I'm trying really hard to remember not to say it here as well or to just not say it there. Either one of the places it needs to go. Anyway, so... We are right in the middle, smack dab in the middle. Well, I shouldn't say in the middle, at the end of the deliberations for the Derek Chauvin case. And I have been living in the land of, meh, <laughs> I'm just not feeling anything right now. Um Trying to access my glass half full joy has been very difficult. So, um been trying to make sure that I force myself to move my body and when I am in a position where I have to force myself to move my body something ain't right because I love moving my body so I am like forcing myself to get up in the morning forcing myself to of course stay grounded in the word and of course continue to pray so I'm struggling y'all I don't know how y'all feeling but I am struggling by the time we actually Um, hear this podcast, by the time you actually hear this podcast, I'm sure that they will have a verdict on the case. Um, I'm feeling quite sorry for the United States of America if they don't make the right decision. (laughs) But yeah, we shall see what happens. Let's continue to love on each other as black people and continue to lift each other up and hold each other in high regards because at the end of the day y'all we are all we got. Well, I got Jesus too. But besides Jesus, I got y'all. So <laughs> um so yeah, I could talk about social injustice 24/7, but that's not why I'm here. I am here to introduce the next next podcast guest and this podcast came out at the perfect time. It just happened to sync up where it was going to be released this week, which this week we have Earth Day. So I talked to Shannon Crawford of the Fervently Chic, um, not podcast, just Fervently Chic. She has a page called Fervently Chic on Instagram. And she also has a YouTube channel. But she is into sustainable fashion. She calls herself the Sustainable Fashionista. And she is too cute. I'm just wondering where she's shopping for these sustainable clothes at because I ain't never seen nothing like this in my Goodwill or thrift store around here. So, but yeah, she puts her things together real well. She um, also does sustainability as far as her home is concerned. And she was just very good to talk to about how we live the sustainable life. And so since it's Earth Day, And since we got one earth, just one, we got to get the sustainable thing down. We have to teach our kids to be very mindful of the things that we do to this earth. And we have not been treating the earth well at all. So we need to get a lot better. Um, We need to pass it on to the next generation now so that they can also help in the fight against preserving the earth and... Like I said, she was just a good person to talk to about this. So I hope that you enjoy listening to her interview. Um, I will link in the show notes all of her information, everything that she has going on. And that's it for me, guys. Let's uh, prayers up for this guilty verdict. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Take care. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Melanated Mom podcast, where we raise creative innovative and independent thinkers but in the process we don't forget about ourselves we don't forget about our dreams and our goals and all the things that are important to us and so today we are going to be talking with Shannon Crawford about sustainable living and I was just telling her before we got on I am so excited to talk about this so (laughs) And you guys are just getting to listen in on all the stuff that I want to start doing. So I'm really happy <laughs> to have her here to discuss some of the things that I've been excited about for a long time. And I'm happy to have found her and have her to talk to them about. So Shannon, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks, yes, <laughs> yes. And you are actually on my coast. You know, I never meet people on the on the West Coast. Like everybody yeah. that I deal with and talk to, they're all on the East Coast. So I was <laughs> like, oh. I got me a guest on the west. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm originally from the East Coast, but yeah, moved on out here. So all right. all you know, right, you, and you're in LA LR. too. Yeah, you're you, you experiencing all that good weather. Okay. Yes, yes. Everyone is so mad <laughs>
0: okay. when they're like, it is like two. It's like two degrees. I'm like, oh, it's about seventy <laughs> yeah. five.
1: I know, especially with all the harsh weather now. So yeah, girl yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Yes. It's like so what the, going on.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. The first question that I have for you today is what brings you joy, Shannon? Oh, what
0: brings me joy? Well, I will say just life in general, and that and that is with everyone, my family, my husband, friends, um, for me, um. Like I have, not to be too serious. Like I have Crohn's disease, so it, it'll knock me out. So anytime where I'm just good and I can just laugh and just walk around with no pain, that's good for me. That that's like that brings me joy and shopping I can throw that in there too all right you know
1: <laughs> but you know it, and, and this is seriously what it's all about about learning how to really enjoy those seemingly small things right because the, we don't realize that you know when we're waking up and able to walk around and all that stuff about how how easy it may not be for so many people to do that every day so I think that's a blessing I you know just being able to appreciate the fact that you can move around.
0: Yes. Amen. Yes. <laughs> I can move
1: yes. around. I can, you know, I can talk.
0: I can, you know, it's just being able to just live life freely. And it's like that's right. like sometimes I think, you know, we could just get stuck in just the day to day. We can forget the small things. And it's like, wait, just take a moment and look at like look at the small things, smell the roses, all that good stuff. It's like we're good. We made it through because
1: 2020 was something where I'm like, oh. <laughs> If you're here today to tell about the story, in you ways. are you, you in right. a good place. Right, right. exactly. Right. I agree. I, I love that answer. I really do. So let's, ju- let's jump in. Let's jump into right. what we are here for. Yeah. So I, look, okay, I can't wait to give you uh, this girl's information so you can follow her on IG, but I told her. I ain't never seen nobody living sustainably looking as cute as she does, shopping at thrift stores. I was like, this is this is too amazing. So I need to get my entire life together. So I want I want you to tell us, Shannon, how you came to this lifestyle. Ooh, all right. Well. And then I have this little disclaimer, but
0: it's like you know, we 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 all melanated in here, so I can just say this free. <laughs> it's like you know, as we as black folks, we are we've been sustainable since since birth, and i and I'll tell you how it's like. We have to make do with what we have, and sometimes expensive things the top of the line things all that stuff isn't made affordable to us so we make do with what what we what we have Mm -hmm. and I just I was introduced to thrifting at a young age my grandmother it was run me up to the store and you would think that's the grocery store or whatnot but it was the the goodwill down the street she wanted to go every Tuesday because that was the dollar day It didn't make sense until I was like, wait a minute, that's why. (laughs) I was like, okay. But she run me up to the store and to find out she's been doing that pretty much her whole life is thrifting. And she would thrift for herself. And then she got married, thrift for her husband and the kids, like seven kids that she had to clothe with. She said at one point, $20 would clothe the whole family. And they mm-hmm. would be sharp, you know, like shoes shined and everything. Mm-hmm. And she passed that down to, you know, her kids and, you know, and then my generation. But I didn't really enjoy it at first because, you know, how like in my generation, when you go to school and kids find out that you thrifted something then you're being bullied and teased, like, oh, y'all poor and all that stuff. And it's like, what? It's just like oh right. So I... Refused to thrift. Uh, I was like, I'm not going in there. I'm not doing it. And I was like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with it? It's the same thing. Um, but I didn't fall back. Well, I didn't get into it and really love it until I was in college and I had to use my own money to shop. You know, that's like, <laughs> that's like how it goes. there's something about that own money that is different, <laughs> right? it's like wait you I I can't use y'all's bank account no more I gotta use my own app I was like, oh, okay all right well see that's how we are gonna do it okay um so it's like all right five dollars I'm trying to go to this party I want to look cute and then so my roommate was like let's go to the thrift store and at first I was like I don't know because you know thrift stores have that stigma of like Mm-mm, you don't right. do and I was like, okay, whatever, I'll try it and fell in love with it, found some amazing things. And and just from there, it was like, this is a treasure hunt that I was pretty much depriving myself of for years because I I cared about what other people thought about where mm-hmm. I got my clothes. At the end of the day, if you wash it and you press it and you style it however way you want, you're going to look good. And nobody's going to know unless you tell them. Right. and Nobody knew, you know, I would have on a $3 outfit and they were like, okay, like, okay, you got money. And I'm like, well, yeah, I still got $2 left from what I had to spend. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you didn't know you would find, I mean, for me, I know I would find so many things, Calvin Klein um, and Taylor, you know, like different things at the thrift store that I wouldn't buy normally for a fraction of the price. And from there, it just really opened up my eyes to being more sustainable because it was like, well, I thought about as far as like, okay, I buy clothes. If I go to the mall and I buy something and it rips or whatnot, I spent maybe four or five, maybe 10 bucks on it. It rips. I throw it away. And, uh, you know, and, it didn't really dawn on me that okay well what's happening with all those clothes and things that not just you but everyone's throwing away it's going to landfills it's staying, you know and it's like wasteful and then for america to say for america like we have all these clothing waste and tech you know and textiles and things that now it's getting so bad we're shipping off to other countries like africa and thing and it's like really? We can't clean up our own mess. We're going to ship it and make it somebody else's problem. So it really opened my eyes to that. And I was like, no. Okay. Now that my eyes are open, let me, at least for me, Mm -hmm. change my practices and educate those around me. Like, we can, you know, we can still look cute -hmm. and save the planet at the same time. And I think as far for Black folks, we know how to do it. It's innately in us. Just we we've been doing it for a long time now that thrifting is trending i'm like it's vintage oh. <laughs> vintage honey vintage, vintage. right <laughs> <laughs> it's trending but i was like why is it trending because this is something that we know how to do we've been doing this for generations and that now that it's a trending thing it's like
1: okay it's gonna continue and like to happen it's gonna continue like you said that it would be like a stigma Connected to it, you would be embarrassed by it. You wouldn't want to go. I mean, even girl, I didn't even used to want to go to Kmart with my mama. Okay, I'd be like, I what if I said, what if somebody see me? She said, if they see you, they in Kmart too. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, my mom said, if they see you, and then that mean they in there too. Now (laughs) y'all both got something on each other. Okay. But I would be so like embarrassed to do those things. And and what I think now, what I see a lot now, and I want to get down on our people now, but you know, we have this thing where we're, now that we have come to a place where we have more that we just feel like we have to spend more. So now mm. we're about the red bottoms and we're about having all the highest in fashion and paying all this money for all this stuff to prove to who what. What what are we trying to prove to anybody? Right. Because if I'm confident in who I am and I know who I am, why why do I have to prove something to somebody else? You know, exactly. and so I would I would love to see us get away from the fact that we think that we have to keep up with every trend that's going on. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not only about spending the money, but it's also about leaving some kind of planet to our fa- our families, our children mm-hmm. and our children's children. Like I don't want my kids to have to clean up a whole mess or not have an earth to be on because I felt like I had to have, you know, 30 pairs of jeans. Right. Like, like, it's not <laughs> that it's we not only gonna choose one pair out of the 30 pair. You're we? gonna wear the same <laughs> pair every time. <laughs> so I have started it, you know, with the kids some, um, you know, just because they grow so fast, you right. know. So just buying them little things that I know that like jackets or things that, you know, look, this stuff is not. And when the thrift store is accepted, it's not like they accepting like the stuff that's ripped up or it looks mm-hmm. horrible. So when you go there, like you said, no one is going to know that it came from there unless mm-hmm. you tell them that it came exactly. from there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And for where I am now, for what age I am now, i be so happy. i will be like, <laughs> I got this from Fafan Ellis. Okay. <laughs>
0: Hey, I, hey, I made a whole Instagram page where it's like all this stuff is from the Goodwill. It's like Yeah. And nobody right. knows and it's, it's just right. like wow. And you know, and then I get the question of you did not get that from the Goodwill. I I did. I did. And they're like no, you did not. I'm like yes, I did. You want to see the receipt? It says Goodwill at the top. And it's just it's, change, it's changing that 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 stigma because I just some of the stories and things or the questions that I get asked is, well, you know, it's nothing but homeless in there. And I was like, you know, okay, I can give you that. But that doesn't mean because you're wearing something there, that's gonna make you homeless. I'm like, really, they're, they have programs that help homeless. So mm-hmm. buy anything, pour money into it that way and help people find jobs. And it's like, you know, and they're yeah. You know, like the thrift stores were made for people who aren't, able to afford the malls and all that stuff you know yeah but at the same time that doesn't make you less of a person because you shop in there you know and it's like you can find so many things and people you know there are people that love to spend money they'll buy an outfit and wear it once and be like I can never be seen in that again and then Mm -hmm. donate it to the thrift store and it's like a 12 I found a 1200 um Burberry raincoat for $25. Wow. And we had it authenticated and everything and it was the real deal. I couldn't fit it, but I knew somebody that did, so I was like, here you go. <laughs> and right. she was like, is that, is that Burberry? I was like, yep, $25, right. but it was originally $1,200. And it's like, see? Like, yeah. we wouldn't necessarily go out and spend $1,200 on a wrinkle, especially we it. like, hey, right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, $1,200 on that? Somebody bought it. And was like mm, that ain't for me, and
1: donated it. Right, exactly. And so, like, so what has it? What other things has it led you to look at that you want to do sustain, sustainably? Now, I saw your little home decor. Mm. You know, I've been all up and down on the <laughs> Instagram page. I said she's been out here making home decor now. So, what else has it changed in your life since you started doing more of the sustainable living? Ooh, well, I mean, it
0: really has open my eyes to how much i can help my my pockets like you know and not spend so much money i just recently well two years ago but recently still got married and i um wanted to have like a fully furnished place and but then we were like we're, we're trying to save money you know we don't want to be renting forever we want to have a home you know have a house and i was like how can i do this and i would always go to the thrift stores and bypass like home decor and all that stuff and and then I was like, you know what? Some of this stuff is perfectly good. Like, why am I not being able to like see beyond clothes and like really get into thrifting like furniture and things? So mind you, there are some things where you might just want to just like leave alone, Really, like, no. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for the most part, it really opened my eyes to doing more DIY pro- projects and upcycling and find find like finding things that I can turn into what I like because I mean when you think of furniture and decor and all that stuff you're paying I mean you're really paying paying for like the the name so to speak the furniture could just be whatever you're paying for the name and it's like I can find something that's vintage that's like that's made well that has a history and I can just paint it spray paint it or whatnot and it look even better than what's out there right now. So, um, it really turned me on to, um, designing spaces, but with, um, thrifted items. And I was able to, um, pretty much decorate our whole apartment. It's like a two bedroom, two bath apartment for literally less than like $2,000. Wow. You know, there 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 were some hand me downs and things, there were some um things we got from our our wedding registry, but literally I'd say like ninety percent of everything I got from the thrift store. I was out there painting and sanding and, <laughs> and doing all that. And it's just for me, I, I I looked at the cost benefit of it. It's like I I rather buy something that's scripted and turn it into something that I love and I know that I'm going to keep it for the long haul like it's going to go with us to the next place and then the next place and finally you know eventually our home and only spent like a fraction of the price and then have that money um saved up for what we really want to invest in and not have like we, we're we're using that money. Um, What's important to us? I I I feel like now we just spend money, we just spend money, and I was like, we don't have to, we really don't have to. And with everything being shut down last year, I think that really it showed us, like, hey, you know, you don't need, like, you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that, you don't need to do that. And really, what was really brought to the forefront is like, we are so busy, and we do this, we buy this, we do that, and it's like, okay. All we got got is each other right now. That's how that matters. Like, I don't need to go get my nails done every week. I don't need to go buy a $200 dress every week. I don't need this. It's like generational wealth. I think that's what I'm really getting out of. Yes. We need to be yes. able to pass that down and really think about what's really important. And not
1: pass I mean. You can't pass down no uh Burberry raincoat. Right. I mean, <laughs> eventually that's not gonna eventually it's not gonna be here anymore. But if I could store up some generational wealth and I can pass you down some properties because I saved a bunch of monies, if yes. I can pass you down, you know, some something, anything that would be more sustainable to you in life than yes. some clothes. Yes, you know, and I I, I really want us to see that. To see Mm -hmm. that there are so many other things that we could be spending money on. And, okay, so you think you have to look a certain way to attract certain people or to be in a certain group. Whoever the people is, child, I don't need them. Okay. (laughs) Right. <laughs> While I'm sitting up here in my house and passing my houses down to my kids, you go on and wear your red bottoms, you know, well, well, red, red bottoms. Yep. And it's nothing against red bottoms. It's nothing against people wanting to buy that stuff. But it is against impulse buying just because you feel like you have to please other people, you know. Right. Right. And like you said before, the planet. I had a lady on um, that I talk with about sustainable living in terms of food. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to me about how she worked at a, a university and the university, what they did for plants is that they planted things that people could actually eat. So mm-hmm. they lined their walkways with kale. So mm-hmm. this was actually stuff that people could go out and pick. And I, it it made me think like, why would we just be pu- putting a tree up just to be putting a tree up? Why don't we okay. put up a fruit tree right. so that when people walk past that they right. can right. actually eat like thinking about how we can make this planet a better place and there should be no one starving. Right. No one should be starving. No, yes. so <laughs> and true. so all of those things just make me want to live a more sustainable life and to teach my kids to do that as well so that they are not just being, it, it really boils down to being wasteful for yes. me. Like I can't stand the idea of being wasteful. Right, And so I think that the further that we get into this and the further that we explore this, we will begin to see that there's no need to waste anything. Right. Right. And and I, I really want people to to kind of get that a little more than they have. And I think, like you said, like pandemic has caused people to see that we really don't need all that stuff. Yep you know, yeah. it's nice to have it sometimes. Yes. It's nice to go get your nails done. It's nice mm-hmm. to relax. It's nice to do it, but to have to do that every week or every other week where you're spending so much money on these things mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, you have nothing to show for it.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: maybe some cracked up nails. Cause I know that in <laughs> on my nails. <laughs> okay, <you> know? <laughs> so, I mean, I, in that aspect, I think it's really great that, that, more people are starting to see that we don't really need to live that way yes and and like you said that we've been doing it for years white people have always always like made buying stuff cheap Mm. an adventure Mm -hmm. or it's okay you know because like we said they would buy like the vintage stuff Mm -hmm. or they would never like really and this is just a general statement they don't put a lot of um Stock into what they're wearing. They mm-hmm. they don't they don't roll that way. Like you will see like a, a Steve Jobs, and he will be yes. like wearing some old <laughs> same, same thing, thing. <laughs> and have a ton of money in the bank. But you will be like, oh, okay, whatever, just a regular." Right you just looking regular, you just driving a Prius, you know, I mean, you're not trying, you're not trying to be big baller out here. So that is the level that I'm hoping that as the Black community, we get to, right? Mm-hmm. Like where we see that it's not that important. I think that we've come to a point, like as far as like kids go, Um, because, you know, Kmart is like Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. My kids don't mind going to Walmart. Walmart is it, okay? Right. But back <laughs> in the day, At my age, I wouldn't be seen in a place like that. So I'm feeling like we're crossing over a little bit to where the kids are seeing, okay. So it doesn't take all of that to be able to have the things that I see as desirable because desirable can be found anywhere, right? Exactly. So so I wanted you to share also three tangible ways, like small ways that people can maybe get started in doing sustainable things themselves. Okay. Um, Well, I would say...
0: Yeah, before anything, if you need something or something that you need to buy, like, and this as far as fashion is concerned, check out your thrift store first. Um, You, I mean, if you've never thrifted ever before, just some tips, try not to be overwhelmed, (laughs) you know. Google, like Google some of the best thrift stores that are around, because usually the ones that are the most organized are the ranked at the top. Um, so you just don't want to go to just any old thrift store. You want to, you know, like, OK, which one is more organized, and, you know, because then they you can shop in sections. Um <clears throat> Yeah. Try out a thrift store first. Um, I'm sure you will find something that will be way better than what you originally wanted and nobody else is going to have it. So you're unique (laughs) Um, to just. um, Being mindful of what you're spending, like, no, you have to really think about, okay. the like cost, like due to like, the cost, like the cost analysis of it is like, do I really need X, Y, Z, or is it just something that I just want? You know, when you when you when you do that, it really put like it puts you in that space of like, okay, it's a want, it's not necessarily a need. It's gonna hurt that I'm not buying it, but I'm gonna benefit from that in the long run. I I think we can have like the knee-jerk reaction of, I just want it, I just want it, and then we'll deal with the consequences later, rather it be we may not have enough money, or we end up not buying, like like, like we not use that said thing, or I don't know, it's like, some, like something will happen where we're like, I guess I didn't have to really need that, <laughs> like, or I, you know, it wasn't a big deal. Really think of like the cost analysis, because everything, I mean, yeah, Everything comes with a price, but it's like, what are you willing to pay? What are you willing to spend? And I do that now, even with thrifted items. I really think about, okay, am I just getting it because it's a dollar fifty or am I really gonna wear this? Because now I'm cutting back with things that I thrift. It's like, okay, I I just thrifted a skirt last week. I haven't even worn it yet. Why do I have 10 skirts in my hand. I haven't even worn the one I bought right, last week yet. Right. Um, so, yeah, trying to just not be wasteful in your everyday life. Looking at things that you can make those little small changes with.
1: And, and, third and one, one thing that I would add to that as well is like, who wants to look at the amount of junk that you have when you do that? Right. I mean, I girl, I'm trying to get to this minimalist lifestyle as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't... You, it causes so much anxiety and stress for mm-hmm. me to be in a house that is filled with so many things. So like yeah. you said, you go out and you do this impulse thing and then you get home and you look at all the stuff that you have that might even be exactly like that thing, right? Yeah. And you you pile stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff. I look at my neighbor's garages, no lie. None of them can park their cars in there. Yeah, they see. are filled <laughs> with things that I never see them pull out of there. And right. furthermore, you can't even get to the stuff because there's so to, right? much stuff. I just don't. It causes me too much anxiety. And at some point, if I don't get to cleaning it out, somebody's going to have to do that. So when yeah. I leave this earth, then I'm leaving that to my kids to do. Right. Or it, it just it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It really no, doesn't. Yeah. It
0: doesn't. And then I mean, and we've had. I mean, as far as my family, we've had to do that so many times where it's like. Why do we have this stuff? Like we don't even need it, and that's what like I'm doing now for me. And I think my family is is kind of like, well, we just want to buy you something for Christmas. I was like, yeah, I get that, totally get it. However, where am I going to put this stuff? I'm really trying to just like change like my mindset. I'm trying to be minimalist. I don't like my closet will say otherwise. I'm like, I'll let me let me donate some stuff back to the thrift, to the thrift store. But I am being more mindful of what I'm taking on and what I have and trying to make sure I don't have too much. And I noticed that I do have a lot. And I it's like I don't need anything else. My thing now since the pandemic, we're still going through it, but is experiences, is having more experiences rather than things, because like that will live with me. I'm not gonna remember. What outfit I wore three weeks ago? Like somebody, you know that red one. And I'm like, what red one? <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's in the somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I took that for the picture. I don't know, <laughs> you know. It's right. like But yeah, just being mindful of what I have and what I'm willing to spend, and mm. and and then just thinking of how that's gonna impact me. Is it gonna be a positive impact or a negative one? And because I mean I'm all for like the positive impact. This is gonna suit me well. I know I'm gonna get use out of it. And that was a necessary buy because of you know the cost analysis of it. And that's clothes, food, whatever, you know, whatever your your thing may be, think of it that way. It's like, okay, do I need it? Is it a want? How is it gonna benefit me going forward? Or or is it gonna be some something that I'm gonna see as another burden? Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, okay, what what am I, what am I gonna do with that? If you have to literally, if you have to have that internal talk, and if it's more of a struggle that is gonna,
1: you know, uplift you, then it's like, all right, then you gotta leave it there. Cause then what's the point? What's right. The point? And then always also thinking about I could go back to it. So if I really wanted that thing, mm-hmm. then I could give myself a day or two to come home and not be impulsive about it. And if I really was still thinking about it, then maybe I could go back and get it. Then you, know? you can get back to it. Unless somebody else in the thrift store <laughs> wait for you to get it back. They, they like, oh, she got her hand on that. She took her hand off. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> that i that just quick story. I'm like, I, I I um was at the thrift store. This is like maybe a month ago,
0: and this guy in there. He had this amazing jacket. And I, you know how you just get your, your spices. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, all right, that jacket is nice. And I was like, all right, he got it. Walked around the store, saw him walk by. He didn't have the jacket. I was like, okay, let me go back to where. <laughs> and I had it. I was like, yes. Had it, walked up to the register, I was getting ready to pay. felt somebody tap me on my shoulder. And I would turn around, he was like, I'm so sorry. He said, I I had that jacket before. I was just waiting on my daughter to see if she wanted it or not. And she just got back to me. He like, I'm so sorry, but you know, he said, You you can say no, but can I have it back? And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like if I would have left two minutes sooner, but I'm like, really? So I was like, "Here you go, take it back." And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you so." <laughs> <was> like really, <laughs> you was but like, I, "Dang, I, I was almost out of here." I was almost out of there. I was like, "Okay, but yes, really think of just what is it going to uplift you, or is it going to be a burden?" And and that yeah, that can go across the board, not just with thrifting. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is. Um, as far as like thrifting being sustainable, um, really, uh, pay t- attention to practices that you already have. Um, an example of this is like I think every black person on earth has a bag in their kitchen full of bags.
1: Like, <laughs> <that> bag. <laughs> it's the black people staple, y'all. You you don't, don't
0: think about that. Right. Right. You know, you don't think about that. You you're like, I just got a bag full of bags. But I'm like, but you know what? We are reusing that. Mm-hmm. There are so many times and so many, I will say elitist groups, you know, and I'm not going to say who, because I like I've encountered everything on both sides. But it's like we know how to reuse things. We, we it's 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 in us. We know how to use it. So, really, be mindful to the practices that you that like that have been passed down to you. Like I, I, I mean, my grandma has a bag full of bags. My mom has a bag full of bags. I have a bag full of bags. Those things, you know, or we reuse like the little plastic butter container thing in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) fridge. I think we all got one. That's like, you know. know? Mm -hmm. Those things are sustainable, even though they may not look like okay. This is the 100% plant-based thing, and that it costs $200 to have. Like we have sustainable pra- practices. It may not look the part, but we're we know how to reuse, reduce stuff. We we know how to recycle stuff. Like we like that 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 spaghetti jar is glass. You can put that in the cupboard. <laughs>
1: catch some bugs in it you
0: know you put the holes in the top right you know or we got a plastic bag in the car we just got caught off guard we don't have no umbrella put that plastic bag on you know it's like there's so many things that we do that we probably don't even think think about that are sustainable right And you want people to just take account in some of the things that you do that it's it's um like second nature Mm mm-hmm and you'll notice, you'll come to find out that that is a, a sustainable practice. And you just like, I didn't, I didn't even realize that that that's just something that 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 you do.
1: And I mean every, every little thing. bit of it helps, right? It's like if, if you if you think that you're not doing anything, I I had a girl on that said that she was using Amazon boxes that she had. That would be the things that she would let her kids create things out of. They would mm-hmm. use that as a big thing to draw on. So right? I mean thinking about the small things that we are already doing to save our earth and being proud of ourselves for that, that yes. we're already doing something. Right. So I totally agree with that. I love, I love that. I love the idea that we will just pick up something and make it into something else with yes. no, no thought whatsoever. You know, <laughs> I think that and that like, that's
0: the basis of sustainability is okay. I have this thing, whatever it is, how can I use that and how can I continue to use that so it can benefit me rather than just I have it, I use it once or twice and I'm going to throw it away. Because I mean, throwing it away is not the solution because then it'll end up in landfills and stuff. But like, how can you sustain that thing? And yeah, it's plastic. Yeah, we know plastic isn't the best thing, but it's better to, you know, reuse it and keep reusing it. Because that's keeping it out of landfills and things. So it's like, you know, people are using all the plastic and things that are in the ocean and, you know, making clothes and stuff out of it. I mean, like, there's an issue with that where because people are like, but you have to wash it now. It's plastic in the water. And I'm like, I know, but they trying to solve a problem. Give them grace. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, give grace. Them grace. <laughs> yep. you know, it may not be ideal, but... Or, you know, some people are using plastic as like art things, like they're making stuff out of it, like little kid projects and things. It's like finding just little things that you have in your everyday life and reusing it. It's as simple as that.
1: I love it. I appreciate it so much. So Shannon, yeah, like I said, you are amazing on Instagram. I want you to tell people where they can find you yes. and what you, and if you have anything going on, please share that as well.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, um, I am on Instagram at fervently chic, and um, right now I'm currently doing a um, building my YouTube channel. And that's fervently chic, where I um, I have a series that's coming out called the Thrift List. So I'll go to all these different thrift stores in LA, and hopefully, when we get to travel again, try to go to different thrift stores everywhere Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for particular things that I want for my closet and like you know because we always have one thing we're like I've always wanted that like I want this and I want that but I don't want to go to the mall and get it so I'll make a list of things that I would love to thrift so that's pretty much the premise of the show is I'm I've made a list of eight things that I would love to have in my closet right now. And then I'm going to the thrift stores and trying to find them. Um,
1: I'm also on Clubhouse, this new app that everybody's talking about while the kids. Clubhouse, are- <laughs> girl. The, the Clubhouse drain. I'll be like, I ain't never listened to so many people talking my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> On Clubhouse, you know that's the new thing. You know, a lot of new
0: kids doing it now. So over at, and, at, and that that that's permanently chic as well. Um, I have a club on Clubhouse. It's called Sustainably Sourced, and really, I just I'm building this club along with my um, other founder, Brit, Brittany Dean. We are doing like um, sustainability one-on-one for those that may not know about being sustainable and sustainable practices we're just having these rooms weekly rooms just talking about sustain- sustainability it could be thrifting it could be with food it could be just upcycling things it's different ways to learn about sustainability and not be um ridiculed about what you may not know it's one-on-one it's and it's just like knowledge, like these are some little tips and tricks and things that you can do to make your life more sustainable. And we're growing because people are like, they so mean to me over there. And
1: I'm like, what's going on? Girl, look, people be mean on clubhouse. That's a whole different conversation though, okay? <laughs> I'm excited. So when is the club? When do you have a club? What day does it happen on?
0: So the, the club is like a big club now. Um, we have rooms. So I have a room on Tuesday. And it's called The Thrift List. I have that at 5.30 on Tuesday. And um, I also have room on Thursday. I didn't do one uh, yesterday, but it's called um, Sustainability is Sexy, where I have people come in and they talk about what they're doing as far as being sustainable. If they have a business or anything, they want to shout it out, because we all just need to know, you know, like right. what are you doing and how are you being sustainable and how can we help? Um, there, there's a room going on right now um, that is geared to food waste, like how can we decrease food waste? Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other founder, she, um, Brittany Dean, she is doing a room. She hasn't started it yet, but she wants to do a room that's um, more equity based, and why is it so different? When you talk about sustainability amongst white folks and black folks, like why is it different? So she's going to oh, be doing that. That sounds
1: so good. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was yes. like, what I'm set Clubhouse on fire with that. Clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you send me over all that information and I'm yes. going to link that to the show notes so everybody will know where to find you and come hang out with you. I appreciate you so much, girl. Thank you.
0: This I was you. really, really,
1: really fun. <laughs> And so thank you so much for joining and guys, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. (laughs) Let's see. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I appreciate each and every listen. Let me share with you some ways that we can help the podcast reach others that it may help as well. First, You can share any direct episode with one of your friends by text message. Second way that you can help the podcast is to rate and review the podcast. The third way that you could help the podcast is to post to your social media. So go ahead and make a post over on IG or on Facebook when you hear something that you enjoy. I appreciate the listens and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.